welcome back to black oak couch reviews i'm your host christina we are back for another episode of misfits this is season four episode two dog's life now i got the episode titles from wikipedia i'm not sure if someone put those in there or if this is what the show has actually put for their titles but i'm gonna go with it because it sounds better than episode two <laughs> written by howard overman directed by nurple bogo hopefully i didn't butcher that too much premiered 11 4 of 2012 and i gave this one an 8.6 out of 10 i really enjoy a lot of the banter between jess and what is his name rudy i think they are always fun we get a little bit more into finn this episode and what it's like to be in a toxic relationship and how letting go is sometimes the best thing to do and we get some maybe new action heading in jess's direction so we start with finn's girlfriend sadie being tied up in an effort to control something she can't seem to help and he compares it to addiction intervention then eagerly wants to make love to her at her request except it's a ploy to strangle him with her thighs in an effort to get him to release her but this fails and he asks if she would like to do her business in a bucket and i would be upset too if that was my life choice at the moment rudy is regaling curtis and was it yeah uh jess on the fact that he was wandering around homeless last night when he met a girl he chatted her up he says we ended up going back to hers when i say hers have you ever shagged a homeless girl it's like camping (laughs) he asked curtis to stay if he could stay at his because he is a homeless but he says no and when he looked at jess and she just looked dead in his eyes and was like well that depends are we gonna have sex and he says that can certainly be arranged and then he's like oh you're being a sarcastic i can't read you she played the shit out of him in that scene (laughs) finn scratches are noticed and they ask why is your cat or dog or whatever animal you keep having to check on attacking you Rudy wonders if he hung himself or was it Curtis I couldn't remember who said that very idiotic uh thing and he says why would I want to hang myself and Rudy said because you're short don't do it Shots fired. community service today involves being models for the blind and when Greg sees that some of the group are not going to be taking this seriously as in when rudy says prepare to remember this moment for the rest of your life and then he starts zipping down (laughs) his jumper greg said that zipper goes down one more inch and you are me you and me are gonna go toe to toe at least took the hint and he told jess denied she's like i'm gutted this begins the curtis and rudy rivalry for the prettiest deaf girl with rudy (laughs) shaming him afterwards at the bar for ending up as her model and also wanting to play penis twat vagina in an effort to see who gets to have sex with her 
Jess says, can we stop saying vagina? Finn says, what do you call yours? Are you fucking dumb? Alex is the new bartender that catches Jess's eye. And Rudy says, you cannot objectify men this way. And I thought we had something going on. And she says, are you mentally ill? I could be, if that's what you're into. Seth is still around picking up Kelly's things. And I know she did not have that much. I get it's Africa, but at the same time, I feel like he was just on set for two days and they were like, let's make it happen. Finn is intrigued to hear that he takes powers, but he says he is retired. At least Curtis admits he made a mistake giving away his powers twice. I mean, of course, we knew the first time. Why would you do that? But the second one of him giving up his own baby. Yeah, I'm glad he acknowledges that was an issue. Finn is followed home by Rudy to stay with him, which he allows, though Rudy is suspicious of the padlock room and of the dog he supposedly has in there. He also wants uh, Finn, that is, Sadie's powers taken, and that's what we find out is the thing she can't control. Allie, the blind woman, apparently asks for another person to sit with her, and Rudy gets to be the one uh to do so because it is greg that tells him so which he's excited about uh he goes and curtis asks her why would you like did i offend you or something and this bitch racist how you gonna be racist never mind the irony is so lost on her and (laughs) um he flips her off but she can't see it then he has a conversation with rudy telling him she's racist and he's like what about stevie wonder what's your point blind and black rudy plans to cure her racism with stevie wonder finn really is a moron because he keeps asking greg to feed his dog and since he not once said this was okay he thinks it's smart to ask the man once again and he is humiliated instantly by getting him to give him his vending machine money back with a promise not to go home and feed his dog he's confronted about tying up his girlfriend because her power is to turn him into the perfect boyfriend that and the congolingus <laughs> i live with my face between her thighs some days i felt like i didn't see the sun he didn't rationally leave her because he loves her and tying her up was the only solution you done messed up aaron well it's too late now rudy too has went to his apartment to let sadie out because it is the right thing to do i don't care about her having powers you don't keep someone hostage jess tries to flirt with alex and it looks like it's going good until she makes it very clear she would like to get him know <laughs> to know him better and he knocks her back curtis tells her don't take it personal he does it to all the girls and i think he might be gay rudy goes home with the blind girl and it's going good he gets to see her titties he gets down and gets in but he cannot leave his penis in a racist <laughs> so i can't leave my penis in a racist vagina and she realizes that he used a cling film from a bowl of dog food with a rubber band for a condom. Camera, 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 chameleon. 
You come and go. You come and go. Love it would be easy if you're... I do not feel at all bad that you were treated to this type of behavior because it's what you deserve. And it turns out Barry, the Barney, the dog, had the power in the storm and can communicate with her. And that's how she knew that Curtis was black. Sadie is Finn's only girlfriend. It turns out since he was 16, he's telling Jess all about missing her. But she tells him if the only way to make it work is to change the other person, then it's not meant to be. And she allows him to stay at hers as just a friend because he can't go home. Finn tells Rudy he spent the night at Jess's the next morning and got a peek of her nipple, which sends Rudy into a bit of a trance for a minute. And then he updates on him on Sadie, kicking him out of his flat. Um, he also gonna ask, did you take a photo of her bush? She's so nasty. We finally get more insight of the situation on Sadie's perspective that she was in an unhappy relationship with a rather selfish boyfriend who couldn't even be bothered to get her a gift on her birthday. He does not want to uh, forgive her or I guess she doesn't forget. I don't know. I, I kind of lost interest for a minute because he left and then he came back and begged her and then she said, no, this is what needs to happen. And then he picks up all his stuff and then he looks all pathetic once again and begs her not to uh you know let him go that he'll change he promises she goes back to bed with him and he immediately reverts back to the bad behavior not only wiping his dick on her blouse but commenting that it needed washing anyway pow right in the kisha pow right in the kisha <laughs> Finn's version of events certainly garnered more empathy for him, but he's the asshole and the inconsiderate one, even though she is using her powers to keep someone that is not good for her, which makes her toxic in the relationship. Next day at the community center, Jess thinks it's amazing what the blind people were able to accomplish. Once they see the sculptures, I really like Curtis's. That was hysterical she sees that finn is back under the spell and he doesn't really see it as a problem he's happy they had the vikings theme song and i was immediately put back into some nostalgia the first four seasons man with bomb ass they convinced seth to take the power from the girlfriend to end the cycle of toxicity and <laughs> he forces his way into their home takes the power and leaves it's Jess who says it's over stop lying to yourselves both of you both Rudy and Finn now are roommates at the community center after the two break up Curtis meets someone named Lola who is a trainee probation worker and she looks all types of up to no good and we're going to get to that end scene where after Jess wonders once he sees the Weight Watchers class if every woman is an opportunity to stick his dick in and he says men are from Mars and women love penis and then we end the episode with Lola smoking on the side eyeing Curtis with cruel intentions.
unlike the premiere this was a really good episode i enjoyed myself uh through most of it i didn't know sadie but the situation that she found herself in with finn it was a familiar situation that some of us women go through in which we have to let go people who are just not good for us or we've moved on or outgrown them and i thought this was a clever way to show that and how toxic it can be while i've said all i need to say there's definitely the mailbag to get to so let's jump into it Christina it's me shy I am back to talk about the episode 2 of season 4 of Misfits and I'm just come right out and say it um, I did not enjoy this episode and I'm hoping that this season gets better I mean it's only episode 2 um so i'm trying to keep an open mind and all that but um i was not feeling this finn sadie storyline whatsoever the fact that i was like what the hell is going on and then come to find out he was tying her up because she was using her powers to make him be a better boyfriend i'm like are you serious right now god knows how long she was tied up pissing and shitting in a bucket and he called himself being justified in that and so all this time he was talking about i have to go back go to the my house to take care of my dog he was talking about her and so I'm like this this is some serious fucked up shit (laughs) this is abusive shit right here I'm like I don't know who said it I forget the new character's name is her name Jess I think she I mean she said it quite well I don't I think it was her that said it why don't you just break up I don't care how you feel about you don't tie someone up to a bed what was the end game here till a cure what if there was there what if there was never a cure this didn't make any sense what he was doing it had it made no logical sense whatsoever this whole thing then they get after that they get back to get he she had the then they had her get back with him after she tied him up he doesn't even apologize you know he's putting it on her like it's her fault that he tied her up because she was using her powers oh my gosh the toxic nonsense that was going on in this episode and then you got rudy who just barges in somebody's house telling i'm gonna live here rent free excuse me Negro? no what oh my gosh this episode was going 
I don't know what it was going for. It was trying way too hard to be funny. And we got the racist blonde, blind girl. And I just was not feeling this episode whatsoever. And I kept sitting there waiting for it to get better. And it didn't. And so I was sitting there. And then there, at one point, it was Jess and Finn were talking about how that statutory rape. How is that statutory rape if they're both 16 years old? Like, what are you talking about? Like, what is going on with this episode? Am I being punked? Please tell me this season gets better. Because so far, it's not. And I'm willing to give it a chance because the first three seasons I enjoyed. And I understand that we got new characters and it would take a minute to warm up to these new characters. But we still got two returning characters. I mean, they're not my favorite returning characters, but they're returning characters nonetheless. But, I mean, I still don't have a feel for the girl, Jess. I mean, and please don't tell me that her and Finn are going to get together because I'm not feeling that at all. So... Oh, I hope that is not going to happen. And the fact that he's so in love with his girlfriend, Sadie, but then he's like talking about getting with Jess in the same breath. I'm like, ew, this this guy is just a douche. So then we got three douches. And because Curtis and his girl hopping ways, oh my gosh, I'm like... We need a Simon on this. <laughs> uh, we need a sweet, beautiful soul to balance this nonsense. This, this, ugh. Oh my God. Anyway, um, I know Mimi is still in her feelings about Simon and Alicia. And I will admit, this episode, I really, really, I mean, I missed them last episode, but I really, really missed them in this one because there's just, there's just not, I'm just not feeling it right now. And like I said, I'll, I understand that sometimes it takes time, but I don't like Finn. Um, I'm still trying to figure out the girl and Curtis, he was never my favorite character and Rudy was never my favorite character. So... I'm left with, uh, I don't know. So, and then of course, Kelly, all the ones that I really liked are gone. Kelly, Simon, and Alicia. So, and yeah. Anyway, I'm not going to prolong this. So, um, I'll let you give the recap and I don't know how you would feel about this episode. So, um, I don't know if Mimi is going to contribute since she's trying to head out to beautiful sands and sunny beaches and all that good crap. So until next time, much love, peace of Black Girl Magic, Queen of the Couch, Shy. That was Shy with her thoughts on the episode. She about to drop off too. I can predict it. I'm fine with it, but <laughs> I know you say you're still going to hang in there. But I think, and I can only speak from my perspective um, on the episodes, is that 
when people get and i think we were talking about this and even mimi was like well how can you get it yeah no a lot of people seem to have that type of reaction you either really like the original cast or you just and you can't get past that or you can try to see the similarities because in a lot of ways this is the same creator they're the same people rather you want to acknowledge it rudy is very much nathan nathan i mean they're both homeless they're both disgusting they're both women happy they've all we've seen disgusting things happen in the first three episodes there are not anything as horrible some would say still pg-13 um i don't forget the the time where uh simon sexually almost sexually assaulted kelly and he was invisible and was looking at women naked in the locker room you keep saying the sweet simon but you keep forgetting where simon came from right the same thing with alicia she was a rapist she committed rape (laughs) multiple people were telling her she was raping people and she still was raping people but we end up loving her in the end the same thing well curtis has a continuing journey that is meant to be curtis's journey i won't go more into that because i know a little bit more with regards to curtis but i would say finn is very much a character that is curtis not someone that you particularly like and root for they they're flawed people and like any first season of the show it was about working through those flaws and being presented at face value you're not supposed to like them um i think and i still will stand by this that because you watched nathan in umbrella academy it was okay for you to love uh klaus i should say nathan but technically i always have the same reaction to nathan i can't stand his character in the same respects that other people love his character i think he was much more of a bully than say rudy is that's not to say that rudy is not a character with his own problems because he is straight up nasty but i don't like i like rudy as a character you don't like rudy as a character that's as it is or as it you know people have a difference of their opinion i just don't see you know and maybe that's it uh other people played the nasty with the charm a lot better where it was digestible to you but i don't think the show is going in any deeper or darker direction than it has already been in the last three seasons with some of the characters in which we like it's because you simply for whatever reason um by whatever bias reason you have because we all have bias our reasons right um that it was more more simplified in their arcs and when it comes to him tying her up i get what you're saying um but i think that you're missing one of the biggest points which is free will just because your husband your boyfriend sucks as a boyfriend doesn't mean you get to use your power on them so if you take someone else's free will first how then can you be too upset that they would then do the same thing to you it became a mutual toxic situation that neither one of them were doing a good job because it was their first young love and because it was their first young love they didn't know how to end it with each other not being what the other wanted and yes clearly finn is not so i mean it's she's in her title to want to dump him for not being the best and he is looking over in jess's direction because he seems like the type that 
and, and I'll get more into Finn because I've never liked Finn. So I'm, you know, it's fine for you not to like Finn. I don't think you're supposed to. Um, but you're supposed to hear, feel from his perspective. You know, he's only had this one person. He's only dealt with this one thing. And I don't know what the, uh, the laws are. And in some states in this country, it is statutory rape um for a 16 and a 15 year old because in some states 16 is considered an adult and 15 still considered a minor and you have to get parental consent to date so that's what she was referencing i don't know what it is in britain but i could see this being a thing and why she brought up the statutory rape thing uh i think it's just a matter of taste um like i said i i don't find i think i felt the appalledness in your reaction and that was a little what made me side i was like um we've seen worse (laughs) and in our actions and i'm not saying it's okay um however in this particular case it was about someone's free will and rather if she doesn't think her boyfriend is the guy she wants anymore then she should leave she should not use her powers on him and call him every two seconds to keep him under her constant control so neither person was right in the situation and i noticed in your feedback you only focused on finn and and not the other character that was wrong and pretty much what made the situation what it was because i would have just walked away (laughs) if someone can't get me nothing on my birthday then we're we don't need to have this relationship um it's just that that stupid young love period in which it can turn into something that is completely dangerous um and like i said depending on who you are (laughs) what you've been through what your experiences are i know i've been you know not in this exact way but have been in a situation where you feel you still love them but it's not doing either of you any good and i think that was the more uh aspect thought of this uh, and, and you didn't think it was funny i i thought it was it's quite a few lines i laughed out loud um i like the banter uh between jess and you say who's the good soul jess is the good soul i would have thought that was clear in, in two episodes that she is the simon of the group uh she's also got a little bit of kelly in her as well but she is essentially uh that character i mean even in the first episode she was the one telling finn you know we have to do the right thing we have to save this person even when they were in the thing she's continuously pushing and always being the voice of reason if you hear most of her dialogue she's talking about something that is the right action she's the one that pushed for the power to be taken away to end this situation for finn I too don't want to see a Finn and Jess relationship. Just no. Uh, I'm not going to predict anything because I know what happens. Uh, and then what was the only last comment I had? Oh, about like even the sculptures. She's like, I know we're supposed to be cynical and this, that, and the other thing, but this is actually really amazing. So she is the the saving grace of trying to keep people or this group in particular on the right track and yeah that's all i'll say for right now but i I hope it gets better for you but i'm not going to be offended if it doesn't um (laughs) mimi's definitely made her feelings very clear and 
you know, it's fine. It, everybody has their thing that they're willing to. I, I really enjoyed some of the new characters and the fresh faces, and some of the, more, more importantly, I like the storytelling aspect. Um, but all of that has to congeal for for each different viewer. If you have thoughts and feedback on these episodes that we'll be watching uh, through season four, you can send it to blackercouch@gmail.com. You can send it written or audio feedback, ten minutes or less. My social media will be below. Remember to like, share, subscribe. And if you have time, run over to iTunes, rate the podcast, leave a review. Until next time, peace, hair grease, and blacker magic.